I think this market, especially right now, like in LA, this market is not going to be determined by interest rates. The real key, I think, for this market that we're looking at, as far as residential is concerned, is the fact that uh, the inventory issue is going to persist. Today we have a favorite of mine. Pacifico. Pacifico. This is my go-to Mexican beer. If you ever want to bring me a Mexican beer, Pacifico. bring me a Pacifico. Nice. All, all my buddies know that. Uh, most of my family knows that. Not a Corona? <laughs> nah, I mean, I'll drink it. <laughs> yeah. But I prefer this almost every time. Pacifico. Uh, micheladas in just about anything. Um, we're doing uh, Mexican beer because Cinco de Mayo was last week, um, so one of the Yoniguez suggested it, and uh, we're taking your suggestions. All right, uh, let's get it. So what should I? I mean, I've I've had this before. Okay. okay. Yeah, yeah. So, but what's a good? Like, how would you describe the occasion on when to drink this? You can drink a Pacifico on a hot day like today. When you're having a carne asada, when you have the in-laws over, when any time really. Honestly, Mexican beers or lagers, they're they're light, but they're not super light. Yeah. Um, you know, they're they're tasty, they're refreshing. So that's I mean, I, I'd recommend a Pacifico Monday through Sunday. Yeah. I mean I like the color. Color's good. Yeah. Let me see. Mm. You know, you want to know what that smell reminds me of? Mm. <laughs> that reminds me of my dad. Like, my dad used to drink a lot of uh, original Budweiser. Okay. And the smell, that similar. similar to like that Budweiser smell, but it's slightly different. I would say this one's a little bit more on the citrusy side Yeah. than the Budweiser. So I've had this plenty of times. Um, yeah. That's good. Yeah. Yeah, I mean the smell so, smells like a like something you would get out of a so Corona. This, so what's the difference between like last week we had like a hazy IPA, so that's a little bit more hoppy. Yeah. This one is more wheat. Yeah. Is that correct? Yeah. So less, or is there even any hops in here? There's probably a little bit. Okay. Um, I would have to look it up to make sure. Because I can't, I mean, I can't taste any hop, hoppiness. No. I taste more of the wheat. Yeah, yeah, definitely a lot of the wheat. Um, very light. Yeah. Very, I mean, not like a light beer. It still has that beer flavor. Um, no, this is good. It's definitely citrusy. More so than mm -hmm. like, like I've had other lagers. Yeah. 
And this is without the lime because we didn't we didn't pull out the limes today. But no, that's good. It's like crisp and refreshing. Yeah. And the thing that I like this more than most other Mexican beers, it doesn't have that like tinge of, of aftertaste. Oh yeah. Like that Corona, like especially if the oh yeah like it, if you know Tastes if it's a burned Corona, it's like they a say horse piss. Yeah, it's not like Ooh. oh. Did you ever watch um a classic beer movie? Uh, oh, what's it called? Do you know what I'm talking about? It's a classic beer movie where they no. it's literally from start to finish. All they're doing is drinking beer. Oh, you should watch it. Um, it's a cult classic. Ah, what's the name of it? Um, well, anyways, in the movie, right? <laughs> he says in order to get really good at drinking beer, you need to drink uh, uh, goat's piss. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> right? So, this is definitely not goat's piss, but I've I, had some beers that... I got good at drinking beer without drinking goat's piss, so that's good. Yeah. Oh, I'm going to find the name of that movie. That's good, man. That's super refreshing. Yeah. And, like, it's not heavy. No. No, definitely you can drink. Uh, yeah. Cheers to Pacifico. This was a good one. Very light, crisp, refreshing. Perfect for the summer. Yeah. This is a hot day, so oh. this is a really Perfect good Perfect for the mariscos. This is, uh, mm -hmm. I think this comes from Mazatlan. That's what's called Pacifico. Or from the other side, sorry. I'm sorry, Mexicans. I know I'm probably messing that up. Um, but yeah. Alright, so what would you rate it? What um, would you give it? Overall, um, I didn't like the smell too much. Okay. Reminded of your dad. That's not a good sign. No, no, no. But just like. <laughs> I'm just messing. Comparing to the hop hoppiness. Okay. Like, I really like the There's not a whole smell. lot there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's kind of that. But taste-wise, um, it's definitely not bland. The yeah. citrusy definitely adds a little bit of that flavor to it that I think some other lagers miss. Yeah. This one is definitely like, um, no, this one was good. Lightly carbonated, like really good. I enjoyed it. Yeah. All right. How would you rate it? I, oh, an eight. I think this one's an eight for me. Yeah. Like, it, not exceptional, but I would definitely go and buy these. Yeah, I'd, I'd give it an eight and a half. I mean, yeah. obviously, it's my favorite Mexican beer. Yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> um, yeah, let us know what you guys think. Yeah, Pacifico. Do you guys like Pacificos? Um, if you guys had them. Um, definitely way above Corona for me. So, are you yeah. Corona fans? Uh, taste this. Yeah. Ah, I think I found the movie. Let's see. What is it? What is it? What is it? Beer Fest. Ah, I've heard I've heard of it. Beer Fest is awesome. Shout out Beer Fest if you guys haven't seen it. Uh, very beer classic. Uh, shooting, knowing how to shoot the boot, drink from the the big old boot. It's awesome. Uh, for any beer fanatics, check out Beer Fest. Have you ever done a keg stand? I have with yeah. push-ups. <laughs> with push-ups, huh? On top of the keg, yeah. yeah. Upside down. Yeah, doing the push-ups, cranking them out. Yeah, but ah, they had PBR. Was it pass? Pass Pats blue ribbon. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Talk I'm, about goat piss. Yeah. That one's no, goat I, piss. I remember one of my one of my buddies, one of my roommates in college. Uh, he would drink natural ice. Ooh, natty ice. 
rough. I, I think I'd prefer just about anything over I, that. I probably have Steel Reserve. <laughs> over <laughs> <at> <laughs> <the> <laughs> eyes. Cobra. Yeah, hey, malt I, liquor is good, man. Yeah, I don't know about good, but it's there. It does the job. Actually, don't, <laughs> don't mind like a Miller High Life. That used to be my go-to party beer. Oh, Miller High Life. I am so glad I'm not in those days anymore. Yeah, no way. There's, there's no need for that anymore. <laughs> no need. Yeah. All right, guys. Welcome to Beer Talks. This is us. Um, let us know what you guys think. Give us any suggestions for beers. Um, we're always open to just, uh, more suggestions. Um, the more beers, the better. Um, yeah, let us know. Subscribe, like, smash that like button, yeah. and uh, let us know what you guys think. Uh, what, what should we try? Should we, you know, should we do a, a, a keg stand here in, in, on the podcast? <laughs> that would be fun. Uh, do something. We'll get a small keg. Yeah, maybe. rates are climbing up and still climbing yeah um it's probably not looking good the fed has to fight inflation yeah so we're expecting a few more rate hikes this year so um you know i think this market especially right now like in la this market is not going to be determined by interest rates the real key i think for this market that we're looking at as far as residential is concerned is the fact that uh, the inventory issue is going to persist. So yeah. until that is solved, so, so, homes but, are going to stay expensive. Okay, so what does inventory mean? Well, I mean... Well, how do we determine inventory? So inventory is determined, it's measured by um, a month's, like months for, uh, a month of inventory for sale. Yeah. So for example, if there was no more homes to hit the market, how much of the our demand would cause all the homes to sell out to completely zero? Yeah. So how, how, how long it would take for home the homes that are currently on the market to completely sell? To completely sell out, yeah. correct. And where are we in LA County? So in a healthy market, we should be between like five to six months. Uh, that's a healthy neutral market. And it gets above that, it starts to become a buyer's market. Correct. So if, if it's over that five to six months, it becomes more of a buyer's market. Under that threshold, it's, it's going to be a seller's market. So... So just cl just clarity. Yeah. These are words that uh, sometimes real estate agents use. All it means, buyer's market means it's beneficial to the buyer. Seller's market means it's beneficial to the seller, and they have the leverage per For se sure. in yeah in whatever's going so on. So typically, in typically in a seller's market, prices are going up. Typically in a buyer's market, prices are coming down. Right? Yeah. You can kind of see it as like a bull market versus a bear market. Same principle. Um, all we're seeing is a, is a supply versus demand issue. And as far, until that supply issue can be corrected, prices are going to stay high. Yeah. It doesn't matter the inventory because no matter what, people still need to buy homes, people still need to move, things like that. So I think, right? Oh, so going back to the inventory, right? 
Um, in a healthy market between five and six months, that's a neutral market. Right now, or, or right at the start of the year, we were at one and a half months of inventory. Yeah. So that means all of the homes would sell out in about six weeks, which is crazy to think about, right? Um, we've gotten a little bit better, but a lot of that is not, has less to do. Is it good? Yeah, you're good. Enough. Okay. A lot of that has less to do that the that the market's getting better, and more to do that it's seasonal. So Ooh. typically in spring and summer, listings increase no matter what, right? So we're not okay. seeing the market getting better. It's just a seasonal activity. Okay, so and year to year, it's probably not the same, or, it's, it's, it, or uh, not enough info to really tell. It's honestly, it's probably worse. And so there's a few things to talk about there. Um, right now, we're currently sitting at about two, two, two months worth of inventory, right? So it's still a heavy, heavy seller's market. And that's great for sellers. That means you guys can still get top dollar, probably for the foreseeable future, still able to get top dollar. Um, buyers are definitely going to be paying a lot more. Um, now, it gets tricky because the inventory is actually going to get worse now. Because if you were a buyer, let's say you bought a home in 2019, 2018, let's say, and maybe you wanted to upgrade or, or, or move to a, another area, and back then you got an interest rate, let's say, at 3.5%, yeah. you're not going to sell your house buy another one for 5%, 6%, right? So people looking to upgrade right now are not in the market. Mm. So that's a whole group of people that typically would be in the market that are not in the market. And so what that means is like, really you're only looking at people who are out of state movers that are selling, um, people who are, you know, death or selling off parts of their portfolio for rentals. Like if people aren't paying rent, um, the amount of foreclosures like that are typically happening. So um, you, you're seeing those types of property hit the market. Yeah. So a lot of fixer-uppers, um, new construction is another uh, thing where you're going to start to see a lot of people try to uh, buy. But honestly, people are still wanting to buy homes. The demand is still very high. And even with interest rates at 5 to 6%, like people, people, are, people are still buying. The problem is, is that the, it's a supply and demand issue as long as supply is like at two, three months, we're going to see prices continue to rise, not at the rate that they were before, right? You're not going to see 15, 16, 17% rises in, in prices of homes. Yeah. But I think you may start to see like 5%, 4%, 3% increase in home, home values. Yeah. yeah. Until, until that issue is fixed. Yeah. Which and we could take issues. some time. And then you throw inflation in there. You throw um, yeah. all these other things. You know what I mean? Like prices of gallon of milk is are through the you roof. You know, I I would like to believe that this administration and the feds would do the right thing and raise rates. Yeah, I mean, but yeah. honestly, if we raise rates now, it's gonna hurt a lot of people. Yeah. So. And. My guess, by the end of the year, if not the beginning of 2023, they're probably going to drop rates again and print a ton of money because I don't think our economy can handle the rising interest rates that we need to do, yeah. right? I think we're going to start to see what they call like a new normal. You know, I think we're, we're going to see a new normal of interest rates being, um, they're going to be low cons consistently. 
and things are just going to be more expensive. Wow. Um, yeah. I mean, it, it's that's hard. just my educated guess. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it's hard yeah. to figure it out because it's it's damned if you do, damned if you don't, right? Because yeah. obviously, none of us want to see a recession. None of us want to see even even those that are looking to buy. At the end of the day, you still don't want to see a recession because yeah. it may mean that prices of homes go down. That means that you might lose your job, right? Or or, or your homeboy down the street, your aunt, yeah. your uncle, your family are gonna are gonna struggle through it because recessions aren't fun. Definitely um, not. And I think this administration will do whatever it can to, to avoid it. to save its own butt. Yeah, I mean, and the best way to do that, and I think this is what they're gonna do is more than likely they're going to want to pass this problem on to the next administration. Yeah, I mean, this administration has already said that they're they're in it for one term and that's it, right? Well, I think, and, and that's a problem. You know, they're going to give away free money, free stuff, and they're going to be like, you know what, let's leave the problem to the next guy. And, you know, it sucks, but the we all, in order to really fix, like, the issue of, of what we're dealing with, like, we really need to cut back on so much consumption um, and we need to kind of pull back and force ourselves into a recession, unfortunately, yeah. for things to get better. And uh, I think a lot of people don't want to go that route, but unfortunately, it's like a route that we have to take if we want to see an improvement. Yeah, I mean it's tough. It's tough. Yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't want to cut back. I don't want to <laughs> yeah. stop spending, um, but I have. You know what yeah. I mean? I, like honestly, one of the things that me and my wife recently talked about is we we cut back on a lot of stuff. We cut Amazon Prime, we cut Netflix. Congrats! Just like many people, <laughs> we cut Netflix. I cut a bunch yeah. of other subscriptions that like the stars or whatever. Yeah. And I was just like, you know what? Like, I can't be paying for crap that I'm not really using for sure, and be struggling. Yeah. somewhere else you know what I mean because everything else has gone up in price Netflix went up too much in price maybe we can talk about that as far as what Netflix has done good and what Netflix has done bad yeah Um, since their stock part the prices did tank yeah. because of the changes that they've made but yeah I mean these are things that I've done personally why because you have to come to terms with where you're at yeah and sure. where you want to be you can't just say I want everything and I want to have a big house or big nice things and this and that but then your income sense otherwise yeah I think you know that's a good point um, you know your lifestyle right now has to match your income yeah you know and I think people really need to realize that getting into a lot of debt is probably not the smartest thing to do right now and this is coming from real estate agents guys yeah <laughs> We want you guys to get into debt. We want you guys to buy homes, but right. we understand well, that look it, the future is better. And I'll, I'll always say this. <clears throat> I'll say this. I think, and this is just a bold prediction. I think we're gonna get to a point where in that time, where you know, back, you know, fifty, sixty. I don't know how many fifty, sixty years ago when they when we got off the gold standard, right? That yeah. was to save ourselves. Um, from another you know type of recession and it was able to allow us to um, grow our economy and yeah. I think we're in a time where we might be in a transition into a new type of currency right and I think it's only happening because society wants it to happen right the 
society is really pushing for this digital money, digital currency. So you're saying cryptos are here to stay? I mean, you heard it here, guys. Nick just said, "Look it, it. cryptos are here to stay." Cryptos here to stay because we want it to stay. Yeah, I mean, we, it makes sense. We we want decentralization, and we're tired of a government that is trying to control the economy. And look at where we're at. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I mean, at, with a central bank, look at where we're at. Yeah. So I think decentralized is the way to go. Yeah. And I think it's going. It's gonna. It's gonna. It's gonna happen. And yeah. and I think who whichever administration or whatever is going to happen, the feds, there's going to be some push to move to a more of a digital currency, which I just posted a great article talking check about out, guys. Check it yeah, out. crypto, NFTs, and real estate, and how they're all going to kind of merge into this hybrid where obviously NFTs, you're buying a unique code or a unique thing that's unique to that one, like whatever it is. That yeah. physical thing, right? Yeah, honestly, NFTs I, are all tied to a physical thing. Yeah, honestly, I, I don't even consider crypto and NFTs and all these things as a matter of if it's going to happen. It's a matter of when it's going to happen. For sure. When it's, yeah. I mean, it's already starting. There's businesses already take, um, there's a lot of businesses that already take Bitcoin or Ether. Yeah, or, I mean, I have my Coinbase card. I mean, I yeah. make purchases and get back crypto with yeah. rewards. So it's already, there's already an integration happening. And there's a huge innovation push right now in the real estate market on mortgages, using crypto for mortgages. Yeah. Um, that's a whole other thing. You guys should really look into that. And it's going to be a... Which I hope it proceeds because, I mean, yeah. I, I, mean, I you so, know... So I was I, reading up a little bit. And so the NFTs are probably going to replace like a title, right? Right now, like huh. you get like a like a title. It's a piece of paper that so says you... So instead, you're going to get an NFT saying that you own this property. Right. And, but, and I mean, I wonder if they're gonna start to do it, and and let's say you own it physically, and now you also own it digitally. Yes. And would that actually go into like let's yeah. say, would that would they honor that on the metaverse or whatever? Yeah, yeah. I so so I don't know, I don't know, but you know, uh, there's a lot of people who are are actually gonna be doing like where you can own a percentage Ooh. of the NFT through like these smart contracts, and as someone's paying their mortgage, right, you can potentially earn a, a percentage um, from the interest that's paying get, get getting paid from those so like if you rent out a physical property mm -hmm. and you own a percentage of that nft now you're owning a percentage of that rental income oh so it's almost like a stock market for real estate i mean it, it's in, kind in of sense. right kind of and i think we're headed in the direction where you can potentially sell parts of your house to other people right um okay. I mean, who knows? I mean, this whole thing is like the Wild West right now. It's the time of innovation. But, um, you know, there's a lot of things. Like, you can take out a HELOC. Yeah. Like, there's companies now. You know, HELOC, the home equity line of credit. Mm -hmm. You can take out a HELOC on crypto. So, if you have equity in your house, you can use that equity to take out a loan from crypto. And they use the collateral from the equity of your house. So, I mean, you can get a ton of money, like, doing this stuff and it's crazy man so i'll i'll put the the i'll send you the link to the yeah. article we could put it in the subscription but you guys check it out um there's a lot of stuff that's happening in that in that area yeah i mean crypto is the future i mean accept it just accept it guys it's, it's, <laughs> it's, it's, <laughs> yeah just like uh when we make the transition to credit cards it's it's just it's something that it's gonna stay it's gonna it's gonna 
the, the faster you get on it, the faster you learn it, yeah. and you you just you know go so with it. Talking about that, learn. yeah. So talking about that, what about this big old crypto crash that's happening right now? Like all crypto yeah. is just down. I mean, I mean, well, for me, the what, what I've actually been thinking about, I don't, I haven't really read it anywhere, but what I've been thinking about is like, so crypto is supposed to be some type of currency, right? So at some point, it's supposed to flatten out. It's not supposed to continue going up at an extreme rate right. as Bitcoin and Ethereum have for the last two years or so. So tech, so not all crypto is the same. Yeah. So yeah, there, yeah. different things. Right? So there's some that are like um, some cryptos, like is a is a decentralized finance or DeFi yeah. crypto. Some are tokens, um, so that way you can participate in like. It's almost like buying stock in a company, but using your you're either buying tokens because you want some kind of voice in the direction of that crypto. Like there's just so many different avenues that people are taking the crypto. Yeah. Um, my biggest thing right now is because it's so chaotic. Uh, go with go with the the stuff that's m mainstream right now. Don't get too much into like some of these altcoins. Okay. I would be focusing on. Investing in stable coins, Bitcoin, Ethereum, um, just especially Ethereum. Shout out Ethereum because Ethereum, the smart contracts and its network, is being used in so many different yeah. applications. I feel like Ethereum is a lot more um, has a much better utility than than Bitcoin. For right? sure. Even For though sure. Bitcoin has all the all the fame. Right, but I feel like uh, Ethereum is the one the that's only, really gonna stay. Yeah, I think the and, only and a lot more. The, I think the this. only value that Bitcoin brings is that it was first. Yeah. Right. It was the first. It's the original. Like nobody's making more Bitcoin, which is, gives it more value. Yeah. Like and think about all the people you hear stories all the time, people who had USBs with like hundreds of Bitcoin that right. are gone. Like you're never gonna get those Bitcoins back. Yeah. yeah. You know, so I think Bitcoin, because of that rarity of it, is still very valuable. Yeah. So it's, I don't know, I think it's going to be super interesting. Ed educate yourself, guys. Yeah. Um, just continue educating yourself on what crypto can do. Um, I think it, it, it's hard because it's like, even with NFTs, sometimes you, we don't know all that it can do. Yeah. All we know is the digital aspect of owning some type of digital asset, but we right. don't know all the utilities behind it. We don't know all the stuff yeah. that, that you can actually use with that um, NFT. I mean, it, don't consider it, go out and buy a bunch of NFTs and buy stupid stuff. It's Disclaimer, like, it, this is not financial advice. It's like, <laughs> honestly, it's like with anything yeah. else, right? There's stuff that has value, and then there's right. stuff that doesn't have value, even though yeah. it's under the uh, under the guise or under the umbrella right. of NFT. All NFTs are not made equal, just like all cryptos are not made equal. Mm -hmm. You know, there's there, you got to educate yourself and not just buy anything. Yeah, for anything. sure. Like yeah. Dogecoin, a lot of people bought Dogecoin just because Elon Musk, Elon Musk put out a tweet saying buy this shit. <laughs> it's like no, don't just go out and buy it. I mean, it did go up, but then it went right back down. Yeah. Why? Because it didn't really have much of a utility. You know, Ethereum does have a utility, but it's also gonna go up and down. And just note, like like Nick said last last time, it's not get rich quick, yeah. it's get rich slow. There you go. You know what I mean? 
Consider that. Always think about that. In anything you do, always you're, you're all. Ask anybody that's made it. Ask anybody that's a millionaire. Ninety-nine percent of them will tell you it's a slow process. For sure, it's not true, overnight. Yeah, I think true wealth, you know, um, takes time to build. Um, true wealth is just the consistent um, acquiring assets that grow, allowing them to appreciate over time, and just doing that consistently over a certain period of time, you're gonna get the results that you want. Yeah, and that's what we want. I mean, we want to build assets, and all that takes time. Just like with real estate, you yeah. know what I mean? Owning different uh, properties you're, you're get, is gonna take some time. Even if you go the, the route of Burr, uh, if you guys don't know what Burr is, check out Ryan Pineda. Um, he talks about it all the time, which is, yeah. you know. Or Thatch Nguyen is another good Instagram. Okay. Thatch Nguyen, uh-huh. shout out to him. He's also really good, he, he's, a, he's a big Burr guy. Yeah. So if you don't know, it's, it's buy, renovate, refinance, Repeat. Yeah. Yeah. So it's basically buying low, having using someone else's money to buy a house, um, so you can renovate it, and then the, the price of the house is going to go up. You sell it, and then you take your money oh, right back. No, no, no. Oh, so rent yeah, it yeah. out. You refinance it. Rent it. Rent it. When you refinance, you take all your money, all your investment out. There then you, go. you Then you rent it out, and then that person's paying your mortgage. Yep. And then you repeat it. So there's another way where you could actually sell it as well. Both work, yeah. but they're still slow. Yeah. I mean, they're they're relatively fast, but they're not super fast. I mean, there's yeah. Still... I mean, I think equity is the big thing. Yeah. Building up that equity, um, because that's going to be your true net worth, right? If you have the equity, you deduct out what you owe. The net the net equity is your true net net worth yeah. right so i mean you if you took a hundred thousand dollars minus the risk which dave ramsey will always tell you there is risk in those deals oh yeah which there is because every one of those guys that has done burr over and over and over will tell you they've they've missed it on a, on a few transactions so still slow and it's not a hundred percent it's not like there's no there's no scheme out there guys there's no scheme of getting rich quick it just isn't. Yeah. I, think, I wish there was because I want to be rich. <laughs> yeah. I think the, the important things, guys, is like just find something that you can be specialized in. Yeah. Like, and this is the key to what, what we're doing here is in this type of economy, yes, have side hustles, but you should have like your specialized career. Be a specialist yeah. in something. Like, what's that one thing that everybody knows you for? Yeah. You know, and that's key to working in, in, like, in this economy. Like, you need to be a specialist. You need to be that resource for your community, for different people. Be be one of something. I mean, I, would, I, mean? I would push back a little bit. Okay, tell me. Recently, I, 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 TikTok. Okay. <laughs> I heard a TikTok. It was, you know, that... Um, there's there's a famous saying, yeah, yeah, a jack yeah. of all trades is a master of none. Right. But they never finish that that that's not the yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Thing. The whole, the, the, so finish it. I know full, the rest of it. The full saying is yeah. But a uh, my goodness, I completely blanked out on it right now. But it's it's basically the the but, but being better out of a lot of things is still being better at only it's still better than being a master of only one. Right. 
because you're going to have more utility, you're going to have more usefulness. Yes, specialize, but still have a broad spectrum of things you, you, that you that you can potentially yeah. go with. So, like, I'll tell you as a business owner, I know my strengths and what I'm what I can specialize in, but I know a little bit enough of the, all the other aspects of the company, right? Yeah. So know enough to get by of everything, but you should have that one thing that that you you are specialized in that you that's your strength, right? You want to play off your strengths. I yeah. think that's, that's Gary, what I said. Gary Vee right there. Yeah, but be yeah, you, be good in a little bit of everything, right? But still, but you have to know yourself. I think right. I think the biggest thing is understanding who you For are, sure. what you what you're good at, what you're not good at, and really like. Uh, what's it called? Capitalize on your strengths because if, if you're capitalized, like there's uh, there's too many self help books that make make you want to learn how to be profit how to be good at things that you're just not good at. You right. know what I mean? Yes, be for, proficient in those areas, but don't focus so much on that. Yeah. Don't focus on like your weaknesses. If yeah. if you tend to be sloppy and and just okay, be proficient, w- learn how to work with right. it, but don't. Don't want to be like what's her name? What's that? What's that cleaning lady that organizes everything that got famous a couple of years ago on Netflix? Oh uh, yeah, I know who you're talking about. Yeah, I don't know her name. Yeah, yeah, don't don't try to be her because you're not gonna be her. She's specialized. Exactly. You know, she's yeah. gotten to a point where that's her strength. All right. And if that's your one of your weaknesses, don't try to be her. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. You know what I mean? Like yeah. same thing with me. Like if if I know my my strength is is helping to educate people and helping to like people understand different things, especially in finances and and different things like that, why would I want to start trying to do something else? Yeah, like that doesn't make any sense. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, honestly, it's, it's it's so true. Like, yeah, I get that saying that you're saying. You know, to be good in a in a bunch of things, um, but. You know, I always use this saying, and, and people who know me, I bring it up all the time because it's so true. Like, when you think of Steve Jobs, who do you think of? Apple. Right. Yeah. When you think of Elon Musk, I mean, what do most people think of? Well, see, you just contradicted yourself. Right. But he's, Elon Musk is Tesla, right. SpaceX. But he's, he's an investor, right? Like, yeah, he is a CEO in those, a CEO in those but it's all technology. And right? now, owner of Twitter. I halted it today. Did you see that? <laughs> no, I didn't. He put it on hold. I just saw it today. He's, he's playing games with y'all. Well, he, well, what he found out was that there's a lot of, and and this might be why why I think Twitter is a little overrated. There's a lot of of bots that created accounts on Twitter that are fake accounts. So a big portion of Twitter's accounts are fake. So whole other, so he's putting everything on pause. So basically, because, the valuation isn't there because yeah, the just based off all these real. fake accounts. So um, messed up. But I mean, let, let's, or let's he's go just back. playing games. When you think of, I mean, he probably would have known that. He probably knew that already. Yeah, maybe. Who knows what he's thinking? But when you think of like Bill Gates, you think of what? I don't know anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Microsoft philanthropist. I'm, I'm trying. I'm trying to prove you wrong. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, <laughs> but, but that's the thing is like, typically when you think so of let's say guys, Warren like, Buffett. Warren Buffett is investing. Investing. That's it. The investing. Okay. He has a specialty in that. Obviously, he owns like Berkshire Hathaway and all these other things, right? But 
Typically, they're good in one swing. I think we're saying the same thing, though. Henry Ford? Yeah. But I think we're saying the same thing. Right? Yeah, Is, yeah. is focus on the things that, that are actually your strengths and the things you're good at. Oh, of course. Don't focus on the other stuff. Right. Don't try to be doing... Yes, you, you can have diversity in what you do. I think that's what I'm trying to say. Is you can, oh, yeah. You can do different little things, but they're all in the same vein. Right. And, the, and they all complement each other. Yeah. And that's why... Well, I think you need to start a specialist. Okay. And once you've mastered something, right, then you can spread out into other things, right? But until you can master something, or you have no business being in all these other things because you, you haven't mastered the original, right, game plan. Yeah, unless you have ADD. I mean, and, I mean yeah, because then, then it's not a strain. I mean, that is one of the issues yeah. in, our, in our society is that a lot of people yeah. are undiagnosed with ADD and then they, they move on from one thing to the next. And I think that's what you're saying is that don't don't move on to the next thing until you've actually gotten really good at what for you're sure, doing. For sure, yeah. And I think that that's I it's super important. It's super important to really get good at that one thing. Because you got a lot of Instagram people that say they're they're masters yeah. in, in, in and ev everything. Entrepreneurs, you're right. this, you're that, you're that. You know, speakers is not, but they haven't done any of them. Right. I mean, the people that are really remembered are the ones that are great at one thing. Yeah. Right. Like, look at Michael Jordan, right? He was great in basketball, and that's what gave Not him so his fame. Not so much in baseball. Right, but... but, but he was see, pretty good. But you see, he but, mastered one thing first, yeah. but now, obviously, now everybody knows him for many different things. They know him yeah. for baseball, that he is a golf player, he has his shoe line, he invests in multiple companies now. Like, yeah. like look at Dr. Dre. Magic Johnson. Yeah, Dr. Dre, same thing. Yeah. Dr. Dre, he was a producer, rapper, did all that stuff coming up. Remember him from NWA. And now, what is he? Beats. Beats. Now he's part of the board of Apple. Like, he expanded his horizon, but he yeah. couldn't have even gotten to that level had he not mastered that avenue. So that's what I'm talking about. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, yeah. So I agree. <laughs> I just wanted to push back a little bit. Cause, yeah. Uh, yeah. No, I appreciate that. And so, look, guys, I mean, at the end of the day, like you guys just choose something to be really, really good at. And I think you're gonna find that it's gonna be very rewarding, you know? And it doesn't matter what that is and what that looks like. I mean, there's some people who are just really good at like marketing. There's some people who are just really good at like leadership and coaching, right? There's other people who are very good writers, like whatever your strength is. And then you just build off of that and you monetize it. Yeah. And then, I mean, I think the the one thing to, which is what I'm learning right now too, and like not necessarily learning, but like going through is that you 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 will monetize eventually. Maybe you won't monetize right away. Maybe you don't get a lot of money. Like, you know, obviously what we're talking about earlier, right? Yeah, yeah. You don't, you get rich slow. So everything that you're investing time into right now will hopefully in the future give you tenfold or give you you'll reap the benefits of what you're doing now. For sure. And I mean, I think that's one of the things about business is that the landscape has changed. And if you're in it yeah. just for the money, you're gonna have a rude awakening and you're gonna realize like, people are not down with that anymore. Yeah. It's it's not about just going out and making money and screwing people over. For sure, yeah. You know what, I'm, I'm very much like, that's a big thing about how I do business right now. Yeah. And unfortunately, like in real estate, like I know we have the title of salespeople, but I hate salespeople. 
Like I can't, <laughs> no seriously. Yeah, like, nobody likes to be sold to. You know, I, I I hang up on these guys. Like I'm not trying to be pitched. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, like I mean, th- th- there's been that talk like, oh, this guy can sell you anything. I don't want a guy that can sell me anything. I want yeah. a guy that actually knows what the hell he's doing and he's gonna give me something that I didn't know about yeah, before. Yeah, hundred percent. And and I think and and this is what what I I I think sales is a great skill, but I think sale the sales that I'm talking about is influence. Yeah, influence is a great skill, not sales. Influence is a great skill because eventually we want people to do what we ask them sometimes. Right, yeah. but it's in the benefit of them. Yeah, I think what we do a lot is we're just showing people how to overcome their own obstacles and get out of their own way to do something that's beneficial for them. Yeah, which uh, I mean that's what we believe in. We believe that like, real estate, for the most part, yeah. is going to be beneficial to a family. The best salespeople in the world don't sell to people who don't want to be sold. Yeah, and that's one hundred percent. Like, if you're not qualifying the people that you're working with and seeing where they're at in their in in their certain position like some people are no business of buying a house right now yeah like true. and they and they probably should and i'll even tell people you know what you probably need to wait a year yeah you need to oh, wait three, three years yeah. <laughs> you know like you're not in a financial position uh, why am i gonna shove this down their throat i guess i can qualify them yes i can get them into a house but why would we if financially they're not even gonna afford the payments yeah it's a disservice to them. And so I think what we need to, especially for real estate agents, move away from the salesperson mentality and realize that we'll be more of a professional. Like we're real estate professionals. And that encompasses a whole nother dynamic when we meet with when we meet with clients. Yeah. It's I'm not here to sell you. I'm here to guide you, educate you, get you from point A to point B and help you overcome the obstacles along the way. Definitely. Like I'm helping them get to their goals, not, you know, I'm helping them get their goals without like sacrificing my own goals. Yeah. I think I had a conversation with a friend this week and we were talking about how, you know, he, it was something completely different, but yeah. I was saying you can, you can provide a service and still get compensated. It doesn't have to be either or, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? We, we can still provide a really good service a really good job and still expect good compensation yeah you know what i mean those are not exclusive from each other right you know what i mean like just because and this is one thing that i've actually talked to my wife about about like even families and friends and and, you know like sometimes you go to your friend why because you want to get a deal on on a thing that they do and it's like why do we do that with friends instead of actually playing full price or even above full price yeah, to because they them. are my friend. Yeah, to support them you know 100%. I mean? Like like, yeah, you yeah. Know, like why do we why do we think that because they care about us they should provide the service to us and not get compensated. Right. Like that's kind of like we're being selfish in that in that way. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I think it, that landscape is changing where okay, yeah, I can provide a service. Mhm. And I can still care about you right. and still expect a compensation. A hundred percent. And I know exactly what you're talking about. You know what I mean? And yeah. I think it's good. Um, that's what makes, you know, like a business yeah. thrive. I've heard a great saying is like, if you help enough people get what they want, you yeah. get what you want. Eventually. Eventually. Yeah. But you got to help them get what they want. Yeah. You're not helping them get what you want. Yeah. You gotta help and really genuinely help people get what they want. Yeah. 
And, and I think if you really understand that, you'll move away from a salesperson mentality and you're going to move towards a, a more of a real estate professional mentality. Yeah. And, and I'm, it sucks, man. Like, we get such a bad reputation, you know, for, yeah. for real estate agents. And, you know, everybody thinks we're trying to sell them. And, you know, at the end of the day, we're, we're here to really just help you. Like, yeah. the real estate, the whole, like, culture and the world of real estate is so complex yeah there's so many different little things and you know uh i mean it's like being an attorney right like if you walk into a courtroom i would never be able to represent myself <laughs> in a courtroom like yeah. i don't even know where to start you can try it yeah you, try it. you could try yeah. of course just, it's free go like, ahead just like there's all those uh sold by buyer or, or, or for sale by owners yeah, yeah and it's like you owners. could sell your own house you can buy a house on your own right yeah but are you really gonna do it to the maximum? Like, are you yeah. really gonna be able to get the most benefit doing it on your own? Yeah. No, because you might be a professional in a whole other industry. What business do you have trying to be a professional in real estate? Yeah. Like, hire someone who's a specialist that can help guide you through. You know, and it doesn't need to genuinely need to be me or you. Like, just get with a professional that you yeah. know. That's gonna teach you. That's gonna show you. That's gonna. Right. That's gonna answer all your yeah. questions. Yeah, and like. Please stay away from part-time agents. Sorry to the part-time agents that, yes, do this on the side and extra income. But, you know, if you're not really in it and educating yourself and, like, in the atmosphere of real estate, like, you're just, you're you're behind already. There's so much changing, so much. Like, if you're not in on the pulse of what's happening with the market and the communities, like, that person that you're helping, you're going to be doing a disservice. Like. Even if that's your uncle or cousin or whatever. I mean, you know, it's it's unfortunate, man. And, and I really think that there needs to be a little bit more um, res- res- respect about yeah. the industry. But at the same time, agents should be treating this industry with respect. Yeah. Right? Don't come in thinking you're going to earn a quick buck. I'm going to just make a few deals and get out or whatever, right? Yeah. Like, come in, treat it with respect, be respectable, um, and help raise that standard uh, you know, as a whole, uh, like the whole industry, like yeah. raise the standard of just the quality of agents that you deal with. And I think, um, in doing that, like, well, I think just in general, the industry itself will improve, you know? Cool. Yeah. That was good. I think we had right. a great conversation today. Yeah. Let us know if you guys have any questions. Um, let, let us know what you guys think. Um, anything you guys have thought about in real estate, let us know so we can yeah, we love we can to, answer your questions. Love to answer any of your guys' questions. Um, we're here for you guys. Um, I mean, this is you know something that I love doing, man. This is great. Cool. This is uh, Beer Talks. Episode 3. Episode 3.